Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. The news. The news is happening now. <laughs> Welcome to the news. That's pretty good. Yeah. I have to save that sound bite. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Ben. Tyler. And this is America's Use Broadcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. <laughs> diesel Power Products. Best podcast and diesel website in the galaxy. Claimed it. It's ours. You can't have it. Uh, making sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube. I think I said that. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting I'm getting worse and worse of these intros. I, just, I swear. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take it over. I'll take do it. it. Yeah, do All it. All right. Leave a five star review. Screenshot that bad boy and send it to Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include your T-shirt size and address to send it to, and a picture of your truck. Also, any comments, any um, episode recommendations. I'm getting some good ones. Um, we always take them into consideration, but send that to me. We'll get you a free T-shirt uh, at some point in time. <laughs> and yeah, what are we talking about? Today? Well, I know what we're talking about today. I don't nice know why work. I'm asking you that question. Yeah. Uh, well, today we are. This is uh, one of our diesel bulletins. The news. We try to release a diesel bulletin every now and then when we get kind of enough stuff stacked up. That's probably worth talking about. We talk about it. Yeah, I figure it's a new year. I mean, we're what. At this point, we're, this one's being filmed. We're two two months, almost three months into the new year. Yep. So so there's been a little bit going on. I got some news. I got, I some, got news. some stuff. And as per usual, Tyler's got all the news and he's going to hit me. So some of this stuff I've heard, some of the stuff I haven't, but I don't know what he has on there yet. So yeah, yeah. let's do it. All right, me, here Tyler. we go. Um, and again, I'll do my best to post my uh, – or not post, but uh, – um, say the sources where i got everything from this one's from diesel world um and i got it off the internet so you know it's true um 
Diesel's outlawed by 2035. Not in America. Ah. Yeah. Britain goes all in for electric. Those crazy Brits. (laughs) They don't know (laughs) nothing. Brexit out of here. (laughs) Uh, They'll ban the sale of new gas, diesel, and hybrid vehicles beginning in 2035. So no what? no new vehicles starting in 2035 that are uh, internal combustion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. That's just another reason not to live in the UK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny with the emissions and was I going to talk about that here or the next, because there, there, I'll talk about the, what I was going to talk about uh, regarding emissions after this next one, because there's another emissions one. So yeah, Britain, they're uh, going the wrong direction. I feel. Um, I mean that, I don't know how they can sustain, first of all, all the electric plants they're gonna have to build to, yeah. to accommodate all these electric vehicles charging and all like there's, they're going to, don't you, don't you hear about people like overloading the grid? You're going to yeah. overload the grid, whatever the, whatever the thing is, that I, means. I don't know how, uh, what their sustainable energy output is. Like if they're doing a lot of wind or solar or anything like that, um, or like geothermal stuff, like. I don't know how how green their energy is to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I mean, in theory, if you had a nation that was green enough, producing enough energy on its own, yeah, and didn't have enough people, or like like the United States does, but like it wasn't as populated as that, that all the electric cars could be powered by green energy. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, but I don't think it's feasibly feasibly possible. No, at least I, in like the United States. I, I I don't either. I don't either, and I don't. <sighs> I don't know what the like the enthusiast market is over in those countries, but I mean, they've got to be pissing some people off with that. Like, what are you going to take away my my you know? Because there's a lot of really. Oh, let's face it, all the supercars are built over there. Yeah, like all the like insane supercars. I, know, I understand a lot of them are going to electric and that sort of thing. Which, as as far as a performance standpoint, like everybody knows, electric vehicles are pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Which. Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you they're not. They're they are. They're they're cool, but I th- I'm surprised they haven't moved to like a a a diesel engine running a generator powering an electric car. Like why not? That's what locomotives do, right? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. Um. Anyways, UK's doing that. France plans. France. The French. Cheese eating um, surrender yeah. monkeys. Seriously, they should stick with baguettes. Seriously, <laughs> France plans to ban fossil fuel burning cars by the year 2040. And the par- parliament in Norway has uh, set a goal of having 100% zero emissions by 2025 in five years. Zero emissions, like period or zero from vehicles? Zero emission. Oh, zero emission vehicles. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, why I mean, nobody lives in Norway. Steep <laughs> claims, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, once you set a, a goal, hopefully you can hit it. And I'm all for, man. How do I put this? Because like I'm a diesel guy. Like I'm all for the like making sure the environment stays the environment. Like I, I don't want a concrete jungle everywhere. I don't want sludge sure. in my rivers and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's a way you can still we, have we can a clean burning diesel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, whatever you crazies over there. Your parliament and your weird laws. As long as it doesn't come over here, we're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but for all you petrol heads over there, petrol, see that? See, I said in that? your lorries, petrol heads. It's rubbish. Uh, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> yeah. The door is open. Yeah, if you come through legally. <laughs> um, so there's a new stricter 
standards. This is again from another one from Diesel World, which I've kind of cross referenced these to make sure it wasn't. It was. I mean, which I'm sure Diesel World wouldn't put anything right. up there that's not uh, factually diesel related. Um, but new emission standards for you know, obviously California is spearheading this. I can give you the numbers on this. I'll be honest with you. I don't even understand them. Like, I'm not even gonna go over them. Um, but what I was going to talk about with this, and there's, I wish you guys could see this. I don't know if Cam can zoom in on this at some point. No, he can't. Um, but there's, I have this image. <laughs> he he's can't just shake, shut up. Yeah, he's just playing on his phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Right. He's just shaking his head. No, no. <laughs> so, but there's a picture of the, a 2019 exhaust system. And then they have a picture of what they think that's going to, what it's going to be in 2024 to 2027. Well, it's okay. basically just adding another SCR filter in the front. Yeah. And there's urea dosing here and urea dosing here in between okay. the filters. And then 2027, there's another, you know, another whole slew of fil- filtration action going on. They're going to have to make the trucks bigger to cut all yeah. these filters in this exhaust. But what I was getting at with this, it's what, what I was going to talk about earlier is it's so funny because and I, I don't quote me on the specs on that. We're, we're, we're a diesel podcast on a political commentating group here (laughs) but the u.s has like year after year lowered its total emissions output i'm pretty sure like pretty consistently Mm -hmm. right china india those countries over there they have exponentially grown in the amount of emissions output it's like if you really want to save the world why put more laws on us and our our stuff why not try to stop those guys from doing what they're doing because I I feel like they're like kind of working on like some archaic age stuff over there that probably could be cleaned up pretty, pretty easily with some freaking couple of smart guys and some white hard hats. Well, a couple of WD-40 and some elbow grease. Yeah. So I just, (laughs) I, you know, that stuff I think is crazy. I mean, but it is what it is. You, you know, you move on, you, you know, you learn to work with it and move on. Um, next piece of news. Volkswagen shows interest in acquiring Navistar <laughs> so they can cheat on some more emissions. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, so they already own about 17% stake in Navistar. Okay. But they're looking to they're looking to buy it all. Volkswagen, huh? Yeah. To, what a power move. Right? Power move, seriously. Yeah. Um it, which that was purchased in 2016. So they're looking to basically complete the acquisition of Navistar so they can more strongly compete with uh, Daimler, which is Daimler Chrysler group and, mm-hmm. and Volvo, which Volvo does diesels and whatnot in their, in their, in their vehicles and whatnot. But the, the one, it was kind of the funny part of this whole thing is they're trying to do well, which is actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a smart thing for them to do. Cause obviously the, it kind of, they made it sound like these companies were hurting, but like Navistar would they, Meritor, which I don't even know who is, and even come has announced plans late last year to cut jobs in light of what's believed to be to be a uh, coming downturn in the heavy heavy duty truck market. Which, even with like the autonomization of you know semi trucks and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which isn't honestly going to come, I don't think anytime soon. Um, I'm surprised they are doing that. Yeah, but anyways, whatever. Volkswagen just flexing. Flexing hard. Flexing on them foos. Flexing. Okay. Um, this is one that I just didn't know. Um, but Borg Warner is buying Delphi Technologies. Yeah. 
So that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Borg Warner, they built some nice stuff. Um, both last year or in 2019. So last, so it's so funny to say 2019 is last year. Yeah. Um, both those companies, Borg Warner and Delphi, Borg Warner did 10.17 billion dollars revenue. Delphi did 4.36 billion dollars in uh, net sales Jeez. last year. That's a lot of freaking money. Yeah, you, you never think like you just you, you always think because they have their hands in so many parts. Yeah, you, you're like, oh yeah, they must sell a decent. Amount. Like, oh my god, they sell so much stuff. I know, and, and I, I want to say there's a lot of the companies like that that are buying each other, mm-hmm. like those OEM replacement companies and whatnot. Um. Anyway, so it's kind of some boring news, but <clears throat> this one for all you uh, fancy pants people out there. You got some fancy fancy purchase. pants people. You got some fancy shirts on with maybe a tie or maybe a bow tie i don't know if you're that kind of guy or gal or whatever (laughs) (laughs) diesel returns to cadillac what the escalade is going to have the 3.0 inline uh, six-cylinder duramax that's kind of dope i mean if you want to flex a little you want to show your fancy pants off you want to maybe have your wife drive something you know that's uh that's a diesel, but that's, you know, fancy. So we, we went over numbers on that inline six Duramax a while back. I remember them not being too bad at all. Like it was making your, you know, I think we were tapping. It was like 350 or something like that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't write down the horsepower numbers, but the only reason why I didn't, because it's the same exact drivetrain that they're using in the 1500, which right. we've already gone over. Which um, you think about it, like you get a Cadillac EXT, so the long one. Yeah, with a little, little three-liter inline dis- diesel. I know it seems kind of small, but when you think about the excursion, yeah, with a seven-three, they're, they're making the same power. Yeah, making the same power, and it's probably going to get a little better fuel mileage too. Yeah. Being common rail and all the other fancy, uh, you know, VGT turbo and all that kind of stuff they got. Did you know that back in 1978 to 1985, they had a Cadillac with a diesel? No, I did not. Yeah. Factory installed oil burner Oldsmobile 5.7 liter. They call it an LF9 V8. That was in the Eldorado, Seville, DeVille, and Fleetwood. So they basically took a 350 and just <laughs> threw a diesel, diesel on it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was joked about with the with the, my, what was the vehicle that I had that, oh man. I think it was my Durango back in the day, my shitty durango i had mm. i was like you know what i'm just gonna put a little amount of diesel in it every time i fill up and then it's gonna get acclimated to diesel and soon <laughs> enough it's gonna turn into a diesel engine yeah that didn't happen um but kind of cool you know cadillac gm doing big things making a fancy pants diesel suv all i right. dig it that's cool all right i think this is the last piece of news the last piece of news okay Diesel Brothers. <laughs> okay. You know, everybody knows Diesel Brothers show on Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. We've always kind of known in the back of our heads that they've kind of got smacked by the EPA just because everybody was. Yeah. Um, but I never really saw an article that kind of explained any, you know, anything. So I found one. Um, so I love how it starts with uh, love them or hate them. That was the ver- <laughs> verbatim the first first. Uh, words of the paragraph there could possibly have a fine that is upwards of 4.4 million dollars wow yeah which obviously they're fighting yeah they're saying diesel brothers are saying it's justified 
at $581,000. That's they're okay with. But the 4.4, that ain't flying. No. That ain't flying. <laughs> so, um, and this is a quote Seems from... Seems like such arbitrary numbers. Like, how do you even come up with that number for them? Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're just, they're yeah. Time's in it by five, carrying two, and yeah, right. all that fancy stuff. Um, I don't know who... Uh, let's see. Utah Physicians for a Healthy Environment. So that's who initiated this lawsuit. And it, subsequently, it was from basically watching the show well yeah because they're, they're rolling coal <laughs> over the place yeah, yeah. i remember watching i've seen that <laughs> so the group's doctor said that with the nit- uh, nitrogen oxide emissions from three trucks stripped off its equivalent to the combined emissions of a hundred untampered trucks so two trucks or three trucks that had the emissions the stripped off of it okay equaled the same amount as a hundred trucks Hundred untampered untampered trucks. Hmm. I don't know. That's what they say. That'd be. I mean, if that figure is true, I mean. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I, I could see why they would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how do you calculate that? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I know how you would, but I just I, I would like to see them actually. I would want to know circumstances. Are we talking about a truck just idling there? Yeah. Or are we talking about a truck driving? And how how did they figure that out? Uh, yeah. A scientist in me wants to know more. No, seriously, because I I tried looking up, like, when we had that episode on emissions, mm-hmm. looking up, like, what does a truck, like, what is the measurable, measurable amount that emits from a truck mm-hmm. to, like, try to break it down, you know, but you, you can't find that stuff. Yeah. It's over my head. That's basically it, unless you want to talk, you know, go in more de- depth, more in depth on what they were talking about. Well, this is kind of boring, though, but you got the gist of it. $4.4 million. They say 581 is fair. I want to know how they came up with both numbers. Well, I know personally. how they came up yeah. with the first one or the second one, their number. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see the commercials all the time. I owe the IRS oh. $10 million. <laughs> they settled with $6 in a roll of pennies. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> In a half drank Coors Light. In a half drank Coors Light. So, yeah, they're just taking that number and like taking 1% out of it or something. I don't know all what right. they're doing, but yeah, that's kind of... Pretty much all I got for the news. I can add, however, to the news, if you're checking out the website today, which is not the same day that you're listening to this, but as you're, if you're listening to this, you'll go to the website and you'll see this is all made because as of right now, it's not. Um, check out our website for hitches and for towing stuff. We're creating a whole new category that's just catered towards towing and towing equipment. Um, so if you buy a new truck and you want to get set up with a nice hitch, uh, or some nice towing equipment. Check out the website. We got some awesome stuff. We're pretty much only trying to carry the, you know, the high quality brands. Like mm-hmm. we're not, you're not going to see just like a cheap, um, you know, Reese hitch on there or something like that. You're going to see something that, that is, which is kind of cool because most of the hitches, well, two of the brand, of the, two of the brands of the hitches that we have on the site currently are kind of modular to where mm-hmm. you can kind of, uh, you know, you can add steps to them. You can, you know, like bulletproof, for instance their each of their hitches come with standard two inch ball two and five five sixteenths ball that can be flipped um and then they have step attachments you can do a pintle attachment you can do a shackle attachment i mean all these really cool stuff to where you can have a literally one hitch that does everything you have all these attachments with you um to to you know ensure that you tow you can tow whatever you, you know whatever you back up to so and then we have gen y which is really cool if you guys haven't seen the gen y hitches 
pretty pretty innovative design. I'd really I really want to I haven't drove a truck yet with one. I want to drive one without one and one with one and, and actually feel the difference because mm-hmm. it makes sense on what they're talking about as far as because they're all like rubber spring loaded, you know, so it yeah, like yeah. absorbs the shock of the trailer and that sort of thing, which I think is a great because everybody is anybody. Everybody's told you when you hit a bump, you feel that after yeah. I, I want I, I wonder if that goes away, which I'm sure it does. That's what they claim. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't be in business. I would assume yeah. at that point. Someone would have called their <laughs> bluff a long time oil. ago. Yeah. Someone would have called their bluff. So check out our website for that. Constantly adding products, adding new categories. We're trying to kind of we're trying to kind of mold with the industry and kind of and also trying to kind of because we've never really been heavy in the accessory side of things, um, and we're trying to make a push towards that mm-hmm. and kind of be your one stop shop for everything. So you don't have to go somewhere else to buy a hitch. Um, or your floor mats or, or whatever, you know? So yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's going to bring it to quick rant section. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, you go. I, okay. I don't really have anything. Uh, but... my boy, Kevin Calloway, Mr. Compound seven, three guy. Yeah. Uh, he was the one uh, who was pretty much with me when I was doing the interview with Gail Banks. Um, he made his truck go boom. Um, oh, uh, oh, it went boom, boom, <laughs> like bad boom. Oh, yeah, there's, there's holes the places that aren't supposed to be <laughs> <Okay>. anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got to pay to play, man. And, and that's it just kind of goes to show you. I, mean, I, I think he's really starting to try and innovate what's going on with there. And he, he's a fantastic like uh, engineer when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, it's a perfect time to innovate for those older engines. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really stoked to be able to help him get some parts and get that truck back on the road. Um, I believe he is now going to be going with a second, uh, or he's going to be adding a water to air intercooler uh, in between the two turbos. Gotcha. Ooh, and, in between. And, yeah. And he, oh, wow. he, he, I don't know if you've ever seen his stuff. But he, he made it all himself. He took wells all of his stuff. Yeah, I remember you showed me pictures. Uh, like, wow. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, all I've gotten is, a, is a basically another product plug. <laughs> um, Make Banks, it fancy. Yeah. Banks just dropped the Derringer for the 2020 L5P. No way. Yeah, those are on the website. Nice. Yeah, just That's finished cool. those up yesterday or today. So, yeah, we got those rolling. Wait, 2020, that's got the 10-speed, right? Does it? I don't know. I don't know anything about a 2020. I think it does, yeah. Yeah, I haven't really. Nice. I've been kind of buried in hitches. (laughs) And, ooh, another one. Um, Battery cables. Oh, yeah. We just hooked up with a company called Custom Battery Cables, and they build, believe it or not, battery cables. Shut the front door. (laughs) Which is kind of cool for older trucks, Mm because, I mean, anybody who's bought an older truck, your terminals are corroded, you got loose connections, that sort of thing. They're actually priced relatively well, and it's really nice, high quality. They're using military grade, like the military style uh, connectors at the battery with mm-hmm. nice covers. Uh, if you buy a whole kit, everything's covered in a loom. It's already cut to fit, direct replacement. Which, if you go to price out a, 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 a battery cable kit from, you know, well, I don't even think you can get them at like Napa or anything like that. But you, you go to the dealership and get them. Mm-hmm. They're asininely expensive. I imagine so, so expensive. I imagine that's probably one of those things that is way more expensive than it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. So they have uh, standard kits, which are direct replacement, and they have what's called their cold start kit, which basically just ups the gauge of the wire for the battery to the starter to a three-gauge wire instead of a two-gauge. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really nice kits, and they're really well-priced, um, in stock, ready to ship. So that's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. all I got. Cool. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment, subscribe, Hit that freaking bell button, whatever you got to do. And we'll see you next week. Woo! Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.